Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 316. Let's go ahead and jump right in. And today we're going to cover some digital tools. I'm going to share with you some of my favorite ones, uh, ones that I've been using for a while and uh, one recent one that I've been using over the past year that I really enjoy. So let's go ahead and get started. The first tool I want to share with you is one that I think is absolutely fantastic. It The free version of it actually gives you a whole lot of different options. There is a premium version as well. It's called Linktree, and it's actually the URL L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E. And you can sign up for an account. I'll have it linked in the write-up. You can sign up for a free account if you want, which will essentially, and the best way for me to, to describe Linktree is that it will give you essentially that. It'll give you links that you can populate into what I would call a very simple stripped down website. And basically when you set up an account, you create a personalized slug. So I've got one for me, which is Linktree. So L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash or is it forward slash? I think it's I think it's backslash John Lim, and I'll have that linked in the write up where you can actually see my link tree, which basically it looks like a very simple web page with buttons, and each button takes you to a different link. So I've got a, a link for my website, obviously the podcast and the blog, uh, books that I've written, uh, other other things such as my TEDx talk. Um, articles that I've written. So you'll see, you can see that there's a lot of different things you can put on it. So essentially what it is, is it allows you to link to different uh, websites or URLs. One of the ways in which Linktree is very beneficial is number one, if you just want something that you could think of as a digital business card or your digital resume, a Linktree can be a great option for that. So I'll talk a little bit more about that in just a minute. A practical reason why I'm seeing a lot more people using link trees is uh, with Instagram. So if you have an Instagram account, you may know that you can put one URL and that can be your website. That can be uh, a link. I've seen people put links to the books or their podcast. The limitation of that is that you can really only have one URL. And what I will see sometimes people will do is they will rotate out links depending on what it is they're they're promoting or what it is they want to emphasize. With a link tree, you basically have one URL that takes you to this landing page where you have multiple links. So you can create new links off of your link tree without having to alter your original URL. And uh, I use the link tree on my Instagram account. I also use it on Twitter and I use it uh, elsewhere as well. Uh, the the benefit, obviously, is that it is very easy to set up. Literally, you set up an account, create a slug. You can create, you can upload a, uh, an avatar. It's a circle, so I recommend you could use uh, a tool like Canva if you want to take your headshot or uh, your logo and maybe create a circle version or just upload it and just kind of fiddle around with it. Your website, your books, your podcasts, things like that. If you are a student or if you're a job candidate, one way you can use a link tree is you can upload your resume onto, let's say, Google Docs, get the URL to that Google Doc and put that in your link tree and maybe use that in your application. And, and essentially, the link tree can act as your website. It can, it's just a very simple landing page. And so there are a lot of uh, uses for a link tree. There are a lot of practical uses for a link tree. 
The limitations on a link tree, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about, I've talked about the pros, I'll, I'll talk about some of the downsides and alternatives. The downside to a link tree is, number one, basically it's, it's, not, a, it's not a website. So you, you're not getting all the robust features that you would with a website. Number two, if you wanted to link contact information, that's a little bit tricky. So I actually tried this. There is a um, URL code if you want to open up an email. It's mail2 uh, colon and then the email address. I actually tried it on the link tree. It doesn't quite work. So if you wanted to link, let's say, your phone number or your email address, is really not possible. So what I recommend you do if you want to do something like that is essentially create a link on your link tree where you would list the email or the phone number and then just for the URL have it loop back. Unfortunately, there's no way to just have a static link where it doesn't link to anything. So what I would do is I may just have it link right back to the link tree it's not perfect, but if you wanted to have, say, your phone number or your email, the person would still have to actually physically copy or type out the email address. But if you wanted to use your link tree for that purpose, um, you could do it that way as well. The other thing you can do with a link tree, because a link tree uses the link tree uh, URL, is if you have a domain, so whatever your domain is .com or .whatever, you can have it redirect to your link tree. So if Let's say you're on a budget and you want something, a landing, a very simple landing page. A link tree can be a great budget saver because all you would be paying for is the uh, domain and then you can have it redirect. The Again, the limitations on the link tree, it's very basic. You can create as many links as you want, even on the free account. So if you just want something quick, simple, and obviously cheap, it's a good way to go. An alternative to a link tree and if you have a WordPress account or if you have a WordPress website or if you have a website hosted elsewhere, is simply you could create your own one pager and create stylized buttons. So if you are, let's say you have a WordPress account or a WordPress site and you wanted to create a one pager with a number of links, you could do that. You could sim simulate a link tree type feature where you have a one pager with buttons uh, that will link out and you can use that. So it could be your website. It could be a page off of your website. And the advantage of that is that you would also be able to link more sophisticated options such as your email and or phone number. So uh, if you want something quick and simple, I think a link tree is a great option. I know a lot of podcasters and authors who are using link trees and it's a good option. Even people who are well-established, I'm seeing a lot more link trees out there. So check it out. I'll have the uh, um, link in the write-up. You can also check out mine. And they do give you some cool options in terms of styling it, some basic colors. If you want, you can upgrade to a pro account, which will give you even more options. So you can check that out on your own. Let me share a couple of other tools today. One is uh, that I use pretty regularly. It's called Sniply, S-N-I-P dot L-Y. I may have mentioned it on a prior episode. But when I post an episode of the podcast on social media, what I will do is rather than post the URL to the blog, I will run it through Sniply, and Sniply allows me to add a call-out flag 
in which I can add a button. Let's say I wanted to have a uh, call attention to the link tree. So I wanted to say something like, check out my podcast. I can run it through Snipply. I can run the URL to the blog post or the podcast through Snipply. And basically what it'll do is it'll it'll overlay a flag, a pop-up flag, where I can create a button and I can upload a, um, I can stylize the button using um, uh, text and I can also add my uh, icon or avatar to it. And then uh, it basically populate it with a URL to open up to. So that's a great option. There's also free versions and premium versions of that as well. So if you are posting something like a podcast or a blog, and maybe you wanted to call attention, I'll give you a couple examples, maybe a book that you've written, another podcast episode, or you want to build up your social media following, you could link it to your different social media accounts or link it to a link tree if you want the full menu available. Those are uh, ways you can do that. Now, Snipply will create a very short URL. It's kind of messy looking. So I'll give you another tool that I use. It's called Bitly, B-I-T dot L-Y, where I can run the Snipply link or any URL link through Bitly and create a cosmetic version of it. So B-I-T dot L-Y and then um, forward slash, or is it backslash? I always get them confused. I think it's, it's forward slash. Uh, and then uh, I can create a custom slug at the end of that. And you may notice that I'll sometimes do that with the podcast, just kind of the abbreviation and the episode number. So you can do a two-step process where you take your blog URL, run it through Snipply, create the call-out flag, take that Snipply link, run it through Bitly. You can use one, you can use both. It's entirely up to you. And both are free. So they both have great free options. So again, if you're starting out and you're a podcaster, a blogger, or if you're posting links, and sometimes Snipply will work with uh, different articles as well. It really depends on the website. Some websites uh, will allow it, others won't. And you'll, you'll be able to see pretty quickly if you just try it out. Uh, in terms of blogs, I'm going to close out with this. And I, I talked about this on the podcast mini series, but what I do each episode, each week, is that I will do a write-up, and for each blog, I essentially create its own radio station. And what I do is I use Libsyn as my uh, host service provider for my podcast, and for each episode, I can grab a HTML link and create what looks like a radio player. It's just got a play button. It's got pause, fast forward, rewind, and options to download the file if you want as well. And that's just essentially embedding HTML code for each episode. If you host your podcast on Anchor, you can do the exact same thing. Anchor has a similar option, but this is a good idea. If you're starting out a podcast, and uh, I do recommend if you want, if that's on your to-do list, do uh, check out the podcast uh, launch kit that I have on the website. I was also recently on a Rich Perry show uh, where I talked about starting a podcast, getting over your hesitations and fears to start a podcast. That's uh, also, I'm going to have that linked in the write-up. But those are some of the tools that I wanted to cover. Linktree, Snipply, Bitly, and HTML code for your podcast if you're launching a podcast. The cool thing about all of these tools is that essentially you can start out using all the free versions and they won't cost you anything. And if you're hosting a podcast, you could Anchor is a free uh, podcast hosting service where you could essentially create your podcast 
and then grab the HTML code. So one of the things I'm always mindful of is I love looking at different tools, and um, but I also love seeing what the different options are, especially if you're starting out and you're on a budget. Uh, these are some tools that may be very helpful for you. The write-up for today's episode is at bemovingforward.com. Next week, uh, episode 317 will air on Monday because of the Thanksgiving holiday. I can't believe we're already here, but I hope everyone has a great week, and I'll be back next week.